leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Want to spend a summer Sunday laughing your cares away? Then come join the fun at San Francisco's Comedy Day. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs, and it's free. Besides our annual celebration of stand-up, did you know that Comedy Day offers workshops that teach Bay Area students how to use humor to resolve conflict? Comedy Day is so serious about ending bullying, it's banning all comedians from using the following phrases. Knee slapping, side splitting, break a leg, bust a gut, knock them dead. Those words hurt. But Comedy Day feels good. It's fun for the whole family. Did I mention it's free? Hey, comedy fans, don't miss the 37th Annual Comedy Day, the original longest-running free outdoor comedy concert in the world. The funny starts at noon on Sunday, September 17th at Sharon Meadow in Golden Gate Park, San Francisco. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs. It's free! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the House of Pride show, live from San Francisco. What a show do we have for you today. But before we get started, we're going to listen to Kim Sims' new hit, climbing up the Billboard charts uh, at number 25 this week with Turn It Up. Kim Sims, get it, girl. Turn it up. 
going to turn it up here today on House of Pride Radio, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode live from San Francisco. We have fabulous guests today. Kim Sims, thank you for that incredible new dance groove. Of course, you all remember Kim Sims from Too Blind to See It, the classic dance song from the 90s. She is back at number 25 on Billboard Club Play with Turn It Up. Support Kim Sims by going to iTunes, Amazon, or major distribution sites and download those EP remixes because a lot of them are done right here in San Francisco. Paul Goodyear, Leo Frappier, I'm on there. And other folks are turning it up for Kim Sims. Amen. All right. My guest today, well, stepping in for marijuana who's late, but that's okay. <laughs> My co-host, it's a surprise to you. Go ahead and introduce yourself, honey. Hi, it's me, Eli, Eli Soto. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here at House of Pride. It's my first visit, so this is different for me. So I'm really Jumping excited. in the hot seat. Yeah, there's a little Mary in all of us. <laughs> you know, there is. There's a little, uh, there's a little Mary goes a long way. <laughs> so I'm so excited to start the show, Eli, uh, with um, guests that have been on our show before and really, I, uh, I think, um, represent the essence of um, this San Francisco experience. Oh, sure. Yes, and we're talking about folks who are responsible for flagging in the park. Flagging. flagging. Not the flogging, but well, the flagging. <laughs> that may go on. We're going to ask them. <laughs> so, um, I'm, is it president of flagging? How, how it's Mr. Jeff Kennedy is with us. Yes, and hello. Hello, welcome. Thank you. And we have Xavier uh, Gaylor with us as well, who's been a guest before. Welcome. Thank you. 
So um, we were just talking off air. So Jeff, you are what? Are, what is your title now? You are the president or the? No, no, no. I'm <laughs> I'm one of the producers. The and, producers. Yes, and the the production team is uh, responsible for putting on the event, and the lead producer rotates around uh, amongst various people, and I happen to be the lead producer here for the July event. Fabulous. And folks, you may not realize this, but flagging in the park started way back in 1997. 1997. Let's go back. Let's go back memory lane with sure. the flag. So, how did it, how what was the motivation and how did it get how did you get permission to do it? Okay. Well, well that's another story altogether. How it started, you know, we were flagging in clubs and uh, you know, seeing people flagging circuit parties and whatnot. And we used to flag in the basement of a friend's house. We used to have parties and flag all night. Tall ceilings, I presume. Uh, actually, not very. <laughs> <laughs> we were kind of crouched down. But uh, we said, gosh, why don't we take this outside? Wouldn't it be great to be able to do this outside during the day? And so we were thinking, uh, where can we do this? And uh, I was rollerblading through the park one day, and I saw that one section where the roller skaters and rollerbladers do their thing. Mm-hmm. Right? They have some amplified music. Oh, that, yes. You have the boombox I thing. love that area. Yeah, 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 right. So San Francisco. And I was like, hmm, we should do something in the park here. And so I called up the park people, and I said, hey, you know the people that do the, uh, the rollerblading thing with the music? And they said, yeah, why? Well, um, they said, you're not calling to complain, are you? It's like, no, 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 quite far from it. I, I'd like to do something similar. Phew, because if you were calling to complain, we'd have to shut them down. They do that without a permit. Oh. And if somebody complains, we'd have to shut it down. Honestly, I haven't seen them there in a while. Oh, really? <laughs> They're there. I saw them a couple weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> thank God. And so the lady on the phone, the nice lady from the park said, um, all right, we never had this conversation. Do what you want to do. Have your amplified music. But if the rangers come by and have, ask you to stop, just stop. You won't get fined. Nothing will happen. You just need to obey them. Great. And so we went out and got generators and got DJ equipment and took the whole shebang out there and to the Grove. And we, we did flagging in the park in the Grove for the first time in 1997. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was kind of a, a guerrilla effort, right? Uh, we just did it on the, on the sly and had a blast. And no it, rangers involved? No. Oh, people, that's a wonderful. People were coming by, you know, moms with their kids and just all sorts of people coming by to see what's up. And so we had a blast doing it. I did it for a couple few years, and then I took off, and there were some some things that happened in the middle there. Some other mm-hmm. people picked it up, but Zave ended up picking it up for how many years now? I started again in 2005 and did it solo for nine years. In the last four, I've had a production team that have been helping to produce the event. It's been fabulous. It's been growing each year, hasn't it? Yes. So. And now it's quite the affair. It's it's uh, now sanctioned, and we do it under the auspices of a 501c3. Huh. We don't have one ourselves, but we borrow it from the beneficiaries mm-hmm. uh, that we give money to. And uh, Who is it this July? This July, it's actually the Grove itself. The National AIDS Memorial Grove is the beneficiary. Yeah. It's um, the AIDS Memorial Grove. It was uh, That was built. Do you know when that was that? The tape was cut on that, anyone? No idea. It started in the 80s, but it was officially sanctioned the National AIDS Memorial Grove in 1996, just a year before we started. Oh, and it's really a beautiful space in the park, you know, and a beautiful way to remember all of our friends and family who we lost. Um, And it's also a way to serve as inspiration for the present and the future, and I think flagging in the park visually and what it stands for you just can't help but be lifted. 
Exactly. You know, we were a little concerned about doing it in such a space, like it's so somber and quiet and it's remembering people who have passed. Does this really fit here? Uh, but then as you see the event grow and as, if you're there, you're like, wow, it's a celebration of life. Mm hmm. Right. And really, that's what the Grove is for me is a celebration of life, the lives of people that have gone before. And it's a chance for us to breathe some life into the space as well. So folks who uh, have, haven't actually ever gone before, you, you can expect many things. But for me, when I walked in there, just movement, movement of colors and shapes mm -hmm. and an energy that was inclusive and communal and um, and. Uh, Picnic yeah. basket oriented yeah. as well. Yeah. To, what Jeff, Go ahead. to what Jeff had to just say right now about the loudness, I think that sort of speaks to the as loud as we need to be. I mean, this mm -hmm. is the grove where people are, where, we, where we're remembering them. And in terms of the loudness, that reflects how loud we have to speak and how loud we have to continue to be to remember and never forget. Yeah. So I think it was very fitting that you had the concern about the, the volume and the loudness, but at yeah. the same time, it was necessary. Well, it's a, cel it's, it's, it's a kinetic celebration of color and art uh, and movement. And uh, it's, it's, I think it's so fitting to have it in the park. And I'm glad that they've been our home for pretty much uh, most all the years that it's been going on. So uh, very glad to uh, be the producer on this particular event, benefiting the Grove itself. It's about time that uh, I was able to give back to the Grove in this sort of way. So I'm very awesome. thrilled about that. Awesome. Great work. Yeah. Love is in the air Everywhere I look around Love is in the air you can expect to hear um, different DJs for each event. Uh, you guys do this monthly, is that correct, Xavier? It, five times a season. So we start in May and end in October. Awesome. And Love is in the Air is one of your favorite uh, songs to flag to. This is Xavier, and yes, it is my favorite <laughs> song. <laughs> Period. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the art of flagging. Who wants to describe what that's all about? Do you both do it? Are you both professional flaggers? <laughs> I have gotten paid. Have you gotten paid? Oh, many times. I was flown mm -hmm. to Thailand. The, um, wow. I'm flown all around, yeah. Yeah. It, Don't be so modest, Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> it's the art a, of flagging, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's really about kind of thing, melding the hemispheres of the brain. It's, it's dancing with your arms and uh, with these beautiful silk flags that just flow uh, and you, you just, I, I think it's just a wonderful, wonderful uh, dance form, art form. And what's fascinating about it to me is that every person has their own signature, like fingerprint. You could see somebody from across a club, Tyrone Smith, for example, saw me, didn't know I was back in San Francisco, and saw somebody flagging up on the stage and said, that person flags just like Jeff Kennedy. And sure enough, it was me and came up to me so I mean that's just a oh my god you have your own distinct style <laughs> we all do it you know everyone does flagging a little bit differently do, do you have a, a number of how many flaggers are currently in in San Francisco you know uh, at flagging in the park on flagging in the park days there are 400 flaggers but I mean of that the core group that are you know, that have flags, that um, have made their own, that continue to feed this art, 
I would say maybe 100, 150, um, you know, in San Francisco. And of those, really a core group of, you know, 40 or 50, um, of which Jeff and I would consider ourselves part of that core group. Do you consider San Francisco the number one destination for flagging? You know, Jeff probably can speak to this. I think that he learned uh, on the East Coast. The East Coast had held it for a long time, but going back, flagging has been an art form that that stems from Lowy Fuller in the late 1890s. It's something that our, our community has held, and it's not just our community, it's also held by prayer communities. Um, and when our when our community was decimated in the, in the 80s and early 90s, who knows how many people were around at that point. We weren't um, counting, you know, we didn't have the technology we have today. But what evolved from that was these parties that people started going to and the celebrations because we stopped dying. And out of that, flagging really started up again. Now, I've talked with people that were flagging, that flagged in like the first parade in West Hollywood, you know, which I think was in 70, maybe 71. Um, so I know flagging's been around for at least that long. But fanning was more popular in the clubs because the clubs were smaller. When we went in the warehouses in the late 90s, um, flags came out. They were easier to fabricate and pass along to people because they weren't, well, yeah, they were easier just to to make and cheaper. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so now so going to who is doing this, I, I there are centers around the United States and in other countries. There's a large flagging community in Belo Horizonte, Brazil, and around Brazil. Um, New York has a tribe that kind of went to sleep and has been waking up more recently with uh, actions from various people, including uh, the late Jeff Hedinger and his partner Robert Gomez, who's uh, still doing that. But Canada still is part of the tribe there, and uh, there's a lot of memory there. So, you know, as far as core flaggers, I'd say at this point we might be around that that's in New York, but there's there's others in Miami, um, Washington D.C., Chicago, um, Seattle, All Texas, right. Dallas. It's it's a universal movement of love. Have you uh, flagged uh, Eli? I have never flagged. I was just going to say, a thought was going through my mind that about three years ago I was at a party. I think they called it Remember the Party. Are you familiar with that? It was where they would play Mm -hmm. old, nostalgic disco classics, those underground classics. And uh, on either side of the club there was a flagger. And I remember being on the upper tier and I would look down and I obviously the flaggers would catch my eye because they're just so spectacular and and then immersed under beneath them and between them were the everybody dancing and it was just a celebration and i thought to myself wow these flaggers they're just so beautiful and what does it take to become one and it looked so sort of spiritual and fun but it also looked very strenuous is they were doing it for hours, and I just thought, wow, how much strength was that in learning and you know, getting there? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good out. topic to bring up, because I do believe, I don't know if it's still going on, but Zavid, don't you give classes of, uh, to teach people how you know, to start becoming a flagger? Yes, I've been <laughs> teaching for 11, going on 12 years here at the Fitness SF in Soma. Um, every Wednesday night from 8.30 to about 10 o'clock, we gather. I have flags for people to use. Uh, if you're a member, it's free. If not, you have to get a one-day pass, or you can see me and get a week pass. 
Um, but if you come back after that, you have to buy one day pass. But yeah, it's been going on for a long time and we're very thankful that Fitness SF supports the flagging community, supports flagging in the park by donating for our silent auction that's coming up. And um, yeah, we're very fun fortunate for that. I wanted to touch on something Eli just said. So um, Chris Enrich and um, Richard Giel were the ones that that produced Remember the Party. Uh, I don't know that they were employed by, but I know they were frequenters of the Trocadero space. Yeah. And the Trocadero was a famous fan dancing space here in the city. And when it went away, you know, a lot of people were disappointed with that. I mean, it's just the sign of the times. Okay. It was also, um, you know, the precipice of the AIDS epidemic. And <clears throat> so they brought that back. And that, uh, I, I wish that that were still still present in our community but i will tell you that a lot of the people that went to that that were part of that community and richard and chris themselves come to flagging in the park because the music that we play at flagging in the park harkens back that music that you don't need to necessarily be high or uh, you know drunk or to enjoy it's it's just free loving beautiful music that that is family oriented i mean we don't advertise for kids but some parents bring their kids um, I think it's a little wild. I don't know that I'd want to bring my kids, but some people do, and the kids love it because they can get into it. You know, it's it's just such a wonderful time. Absolutely. So, Jeff, let's reiterate. When is the next flagging event? So it's July 29th, Saturday, July 29th, mm -hmm. starting at 12:30, and it's going to run till about 4:30, maybe five. And our DJ this time around will be DJ John Seglia. Oh, okay. Uh, Tell us a little bit about John. About John? Yeah. Is he based uh, in San Francisco? Uh, no, he is in uh, he's in New York, and uh, he's well known on the on the New York side. Um, and he is he has been DJing professionally for quite some time. He's retired now. Does it just purely for the love of it, and is coming out to do it for us. He started at age eighteen, back in nineteen seventy nine, and so he's been doing a lot. He's, uh, let's see, uh, some of his bio was uh, uh, performed at the world's largest disco. He's done stuff with Gloria Gaynor, The Tramps, um, and let's see, one of the things here, he's played for over 14,000 people at the largest dance crowd ever assembled. So he had residencies at uh, the New York, New York Discotheque. Uh, he's played at Studio 54, The Saint, Fire Island Pines Pavilion, Sleazeball. So, uh, he's he's, yeah. he's quite accomplished. Resume right there. Absolutely, and excuse the sirens. It's just so hot that John's coming. <laughs> we have sound effects. <laughs> I can I can add that there there's something kind of like a remember the party. It's called the evolution of a dancer that they do in New York, and Robbie Leslie and and. Um, Warren, Warren Gluck and, and many DJs that are old timers, uh, Sharon White, who was here last year, we've had this ilk coming for this July event. It's a special event for us. We, uh, Marijuana's here. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a budget for bringing the DJ out. We get people to donate to fly DJs from various places to really you know, make this mm -hmm. a special event. It needs to be special because this is for our home to benefit the National AIDS Memorial Grove. And, and we just are so thankful that we have five events. So one of them every year is devoted to the National AIDS Memorial Grove. And um, we bring the DJ. And it's, it's a wonderful, fortunate that we have the opportunity to bring John out. He, this is his first time to come to San Francisco in all his years of DJ. Oh, my God. I think he's going to really love yeah. it. Yeah. And what a great... Um, 
example of what you were just talking about how uh, you know making fam family friendly music that har um, harkens back to the past glories while keeping it you know relevant and present yeah and it's and it's more than just flagging it's it's more for the flow arts community in general so we have well, we have out there hula hoopers we've got circus people I've uh, seen that. Yes, so exciting. Yeah. We got bubble, bubble blowers. people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we have out there? The poi spinners. Poi, Some people yeah. come out with the booging. We have people that play staff. I just got an education on different types of staff. I wish that I were, um, I could remember the different types of staff. But one of them rolls faster than the other. And um, okay, yeah, just it, it, there's a, there's it a does, whole flow arts community. Doesn't bother you that different genres are mixing into the blender? I love it and I encourage it. I Fabulous. Mean, I, I show up with 100 or 200 sets of flags for the flaggers. Yes, folks, he does. So don't worry about having to go out and right. bring a flag because Xavier will have them lined on the hill. I picked them, I, when I went, I picked the most um, sparkly one, I recall. Do you still have that? I think you were the most sparkly one in the park when you came. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was purple. It's, you, folks, grab that one. That's the one. <laughs> Those rainbow flags, I know which one you're talking about. But now if you want to, now I wonder if you still offer this, Xavier. Now when, this was two years ago, I went to flagging. I've been so busy, I keep missing it on Sundays, but I've got to get back over there because it was the, such a brilliant event. So you had a um, flag making class at your house prior, like a, a week or two before the actual event. Well, I do that often, and uh, but for this is our really this is a special event for us. So I want to encourage people to come from other parts of the country, and many do. We have groups, you know, that come from everywhere. We've had people come as far as Brazil, but uh, I will be offering a tie dye at my house on Friday during the day. I know it's a Friday, but people from out of town, this works for them. We have our flagging in the park on Saturday. Dory Alley, which is kind of a draw for many of the people in the community, is on Sunday. And after Door, we have a special flagging party. We've teamed before with other parties, but this year we're throwing our own. And we have John Seglia, who's you know a world-class DJ that will be spinning that party, which is at a place called Dance House. Do you know that at 1275 Connecticut Street? No, but hey, let's all go to Dan's house. <laughs> D-A-N-Z, not Dan's, like dance. Yeah. Oh, dance. <laughs> and it's from 7-Eleven on Sunday the 30th. Um, one of our sponsors is Flagger Central, and you can you can get all the information about this and everything that we're talking about on flaggercentral.com. Okay, so classes, tie-dye classes, and all that. Stuff. The information is there as well. Yes, it is. Um, I said Sunday before, but it's Saturday. Flagging yeah. in the Park is on Saturday. Tie-dye is on, on Friday. And mm -hmm. the, the dance house venue, which we're calling Flag Flagger Alley, is on Sunday night. So much to do. Right. Um, Outline door. door so, and we... We don't do this in a vacuum. Yeah, I wanted to mention that we have partners that we do this with. You know, flying out the DJ, using the Grove, uh, getting our getting the word out there on the street. So we partner with, uh, gosh, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Yes. Yeah. Hey, sisters. <laughs> uh, pretty in ink. Mm -hmm. uh, so they, they give us some of their proceeds for the evening. Uh, Flagger Central, already mentioned. Uh, Fitness SF. Mm. where uh, Zave does the class. Yes. Um, and then we have um, uh, Ryan Klaus, who's our current graphics designer. So we have people that we partner with to get these things done. So it's a communal effort, along with all of our producers that we have, about, uh, about eight, nine of, of 
eight or nine of them at this point right now. And we do have a few sponsors. I'm not sure if David and Charles will allow us to use their last name. We probably should have asked, but um, that are that are pitching for it right. to bring out our DJ and put them in a hotel. And yep. um, uh, yeah, Mark Pellegrino and Stuart Kent, who are donors, and um, the Flaggers actually are also part of uh, the group that puts this on. And of course, all the blood, sweat, and tears that the production team puts into making this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the volunteers are really important to the cause. Let's give a special thanks to them as all those yeah. people volunteering yeah, yeah. the time all that hard work and the the footwork to get the project yeah and even out some there. of the grunt work like making sure that the grove is immaculate you know pack it in pack it out so we leave the place immaculate when we leave so and it's is volunteers that help unload the stuff get it all set up and then tear it back down again get it transported there's a lot that goes on to making the event and that's what also makes it very San Francisco is we pitch in and we help. We help our brothers and our sisters. We help this community continue to thrive in the face of all the things that it's going through uh, in its current state. So we're very fortunate and it's a very special event for your listeners should they want to come. Yeah, expression of love. And so come feel yes. the love. Yes, listeners, come feel the love. Saturday, July 29th. 29th in the National <laughs> AIDS Memorial Grove in Golden Gate Park, which is just footsteps from the beautiful uh, greenhouse that's there. Yes. And the event starts, uh, I'm going to say, 1230. 12.30. Well, we can actually yeah. advertise 12. We're starting at 12. We'll have the music going by like 12.10. So mm-hmm. come 12 to 5. <laughs> bring a flag or don't bring a flag. Xavier will have some for you. Bring a blanket, bring some food, mm-hmm. you know, just come. People like, li- it's yeah. like picnic area. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's flanked on either side by people just picnic, picnicking and watching down on the ground, watching people flag. It's just like watch, watching a bunch of live wildflowers out there while you're it's picnicking. It's truly a San Francisco experience yeah. um, like no other. Yeah. Um, one of the best things you can do is go to this yes. event. No matter the weather. Because you just never know here in this. Somehow the Grove magically stays temperate. What do you think? Have you had good luck? The July (laughs) event, usually you want to pack a sweater. And there's a point where you get to take it off, maybe take shirt off. A lot of people do. Um, And, you know, with so many people, so many dignitaries in the leather community that are in town, uh, we often see title holders uh, walk through with their skimpy leather. Yes, uh, and flags. Sometimes. (laughs) It's a parade. I was just curious, is the flagging organization at all represented in the Pride Parade? Is there a contingency? So the Dolores Park Flow group, which is primarily POI, but they accept, just like we do, they accept all, all the flow arts, did march in the parade this year. Um, the grand, one of the grand marshals of the parade last year, Mike Shriver, um, who is a, a staple, you know, act up, um, involved on many boards locally, uh, he was honored and he invited the flow arts community to march with him and we, we marched with him. There were maybe 20, 25 flaggers that marched behind his car amongst other people that were marching so mm-hmm. it was really really sweet but you know when I think about walking a mile and trying to flag in the wind that's not <laughs> something that I, I really promote um, it doesn't really show the essence and the meditation behind flagging it shows the colors and it's part of our community yes um, but I can get more behind the meditation and the and the celebration more than the <clears throat> sunstroke wind burn and <laughs> Endurance test. <laughs> An endurance test, yes. Um, 
Well, yes. Well, uh, Xavier and Jeff, thank you so much for coming on and, and letting us know about this fabulous event again. And um, we all look forward to being there Sunday on the 29th. Ah, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, and thank you for having us uh, again, Tweeka. Yes, you you're welcome. Any time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mary, I'm sorry that we haven't had you back here, but it's wonderful to meet I'll, you. She'll be second. filling the room in just moments, folks. She's Don't go anywhere. Get out of our seats. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to uh, dedicate this next song to you and the flagging community. And uh, uh, once again, thanks for coming, and we'll talk to you all again real soon. Thank you. Thanks, Tweeka. Thanks a All right, all right. <laughs> We're back, House of Pride Radio, with my uh, co-host, who's, you know, finally showed up. En retard. She came in here like a breath of fresh air. Oh, it's the first time I've been called fresh air. Mm-hmm. What, have you, what kind of air have you been called? Um, cured. Cured. Aromic. Yeah. Is that even a word? That's not even a word. I don't know. What's something? Aromic. How are you, Mary? I'm good, baby. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm. What's new? Um, well, I'm doing a series of Twister events over in Oakland. That's right. You've got your own drag um, experience. It's, yes. It's called Twister Sister. Literally Sister Twister. Oh, sorry. Everybody always calls it Twister Sister, even well, me after I've had well, it. Well, maybe you should think about that. No. <laughs> 
I refuse. You have to put your foot down. But it's been super cute. Um, people come out. We got uh, Felipe Flores. We auctioned off his clothes. Raised $500. That was cute. Total of seven fifty so far. And then the next one is a Saturday. By the way, I see, you look great in drag. I, I finally got checked out some of your pictures. Oh. Like, you know, because I was see. using them to PR you. The woman behind the beast. Yes. You, you do it well. Uh, so, uh, Mary, we have uh, two guests here with us now. Mm-hmm. Why don't you introduce them to our listening audience? Well, we have the fabulous, what is it, the, the, the most ratchet queen this side of the Mississippi? Yeah. I thought that yeah. was Camille Toe. No, it's definitely Miss Echo. You ain't ever seen her, though. She's glamorous, but ratchet. Yeah, with a little flirtily. Glamorach, glamorach. I love that, glamorach. Yeah. And she's one to see, if I do say so. You hear that, Camille Toe, you bitch. <laughs> Still waiting on my brunch show, girl. Girl, that oh. show's that show's been canceled. I heard Sunday Remodeled. was last. Okay. Well, you call it what you want. Then <laughs> <laughs> we have Eli here, darling. Eli hey. Soto in the house. Hi, nice How are you doing? Freshly back from Australia. Yes. Uh, How was the D? We're I gonna... hear Australians are statistically more hung. Um, you know, well... Did you find out? Can you bring? Well, first of all, Eli, bring the mic close to your mouth. Okay. Yeah. So no, Australia was amazing. I mean, and yes, the men are amazing over there, and it's such a great place. People are very hospitable, but you got to get used to everything being reversed over there. You know, like here in San Francisco, where you're on an escalator Mm -hmm. and you're shifting over to the right so that the people on the left can can pass you up the, yeah those you have to reverse that annoying people who and, yeah, uh, yeah then you learn the hard way and you get all the dirty your cat's like eating some wires back there i hope it's going to be okay right. so. miss echo's cat is roaming around loose i just Girl. realized that we said the ratchet queen on the west but we didn't say my name hold at on all. Folks. echo echo yes what's up i i just don't want your cat to electrocute herself she just, she just <laughs> over a piece of paper she's oh, like okay. what the hell is this yes make yourself at home on she's going to lie in my she knows my, better not to mess with wires my she's that one real quick. Yeah. Oh, wait, now she's going under. I hope she. Uh, there's no rat poison in here. Good lord. Oh god. Do you know what happened to Diana Ross's dogs? Don't you? No. What happened? On tour, they ate rat poison and they died in her lap. Oh no. Gasping for breath and, oh. and vomiting up white foamy stuff. That is just tragic. Sorry, Miss Echo. Yeah. Now yeah, Miss Echo is like feverishly like, grabbed a cat. Let me grab my pussy. <laughs> and she's still. Pussy. Hold on to that pussy I know girl. She's well behaved, but I don't mm. know what. Uh, I can't have a dirty pussy running around. No, no. keep that pussy clean. <laughs> she's sparkly. And alive. Keep she the pussy alive. Sparkly. Did, did Diana finish the show? She was so upset she didn't finish that particular show. It's all in the biography. <laughs> Miss Ross to you. Oh, can I get the ISBN number on that? <laughs> what, girl? The ISBN number. I, I what is that like? I, I oh yes, yeah, it's it's like yeah. the international identifier that they have for books. It's based upon the Library of Congress, I think. Sure. Oh, before we go in, before we go any further, it was great talking in Xavier and um, yes, Jeff. Uh, but we also we're, we're continuing. It's we're coming up to our last celebration of summer of freestyle love with uh, another freestyle artist at seven o'clock. And this one is from the band called. His name is Johnny from the band Erotic Exotic. Oh, yes. They've had hits in the 90s called Love. We're gonna check it out and hear about where he's touring. Uh, anyways, back to right now with Miss Echo and Mr. Soto in the house. 
was <laughs> now. We were talking about uh, how things are reversed in Australia. Uh, tops, bottoms, and um, bottoms, tops. You know, it's, it's that a kind of thing. Both. I mean, we entertain all, and it's, it was just a, a wonderful experience. Did and, you have uh, sex there? Oh, uh, okay. It's what there's, we want to know. There's a place called the 357, right? And. Um, it's filled. It's like four levels, and obviously, I'm talking about a bathhouse. And oh, obviously, yeah. yes. And so, yes, that was the first you know, thing on my mind. The twenty bucks to get it. What I really like about the bathhouses over in Australia is, you know, how like decades. in other places here, you have to show your ID and you have to uh, purchase this and get, get scanned, stamped, and yeah. keys and this and that. Over there, they just say, "Give me your, give me your money," and you're in. And you're in. And, and what is their dollar called there? What is their what? Dollar called. Uh, the it's, dollar. It's right? called the dollar. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah. How yeah. convenient. It's, yeah, it's that. That doesn't change. <laughs> it's just the value. But yeah. Um, so, but I always felt like I was shelling out fifty dollar bills everywhere I went. And I have to tell you, the food over there is mediocre. Seriously, oh. There is nothing to. Did they have a snack I bar in the bathhouse? Pa- they had what? Snack bars in the bathhouse? Yeah, they did. But oh, yeah. Everybody was not really snacking. You weren't hungry for that. Or snacking on other floors. Yeah. That should probably have So, been what cool. is the yeah. bath? How would you describe the bathhouse, your experience um, there? It, it was somewhat typical, but there's a large population of Asians in Australia. Oh, well, yeah. A very. Like, yeah. <laughs> Mary so, knows. So, if you're shopping for Asian. Go to the bathhouse? Yeah. Well, or in general, you know, yeah. in Sydney. So Were a, you shopping for Asians I in the bathhouse? I actually was not. Oh, okay. That wasn't my choice, but I mean, and I don't, you know, it's but, feeling like I'm on the brink yeah. of. You know, saying something racist, but I'm not. I love my Asian friends and all. Disclaimer. Yeah. To my grandmother. <laughs> to my grandmother. Spoiler alert. Yeah. She had sex with an Asian. You're surrounded in this pleasure, this ocean of them. It's, it gets a little old. You know, now you Disagree. Want... I have to say, oh, really? I love okay. men of every shape, size, and color, okay. and there is something beautiful. Okay. Well, I agree. You know, I know what type of men you're going after friends. because Eli yeah. posted mm-hmm. this stalking picture at the, <laughs> at the aquarium of this, like, you know, your typical go Aussie yeah, I do remember oh, gosh, yeah. guilty as charged it was that right after so you went you went to the bathhouse right after the oh, aquarium that got me motivated <laughs> yeah you wanted theater. to kind of do your own aquarium course, experience you know, yeah like I had to like dump my travel mate and move on and you know get off on my I've, own you know excuse me I've got to dump this fucking squeaky chair it's the squeaking <laughs> the whole time like who put it here it's like some kind of trap. I'm standing. Go oh, ahead. she's giving you a standing ovation oh now, madam. <laughs> this is a rare event. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for the message from my grandmother listening. What is a bathhouse? Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Grandma. I'm sorry. Children under 18 and um, elderly seniors. Uh, it's this a is club where you bathe and get really clean and scrub. Bible study. And yeah. help each other scrub. I mean, how, how kinky I'm are their really bathhouses in Australia? I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. They're on, on the level four floor... <laughs> <laughs> it it is uh, and and unlike places mm-hmm. i've been to here in america um there there is a floor Heroes. in in australia that the bathhouse up there is pitch black pitch dark sounds like new orleans aka yeah. freestyle you it's, feel it's, your way around well yeah you're walking in and you're literally putting hands in places 
and you don't know what I would be there. terrified for my life. Yeah, I need some sort of light. It's like, you know, kids, no fluorescence, nothing. Rub your hand. You're just gonna rub your hand through your um, hair just to you know get it out the way. And On that note, the phone is actually ringing. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> who could it be? Let's find out. Maybe it's somebody who wants, has a question about the bathhouse. Hello, how's the Pride Radio? You're live on the air. Who's calling? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm worried. Great. Uh, do you have any questions about bathhouses in Australia? Because <laughs> that's the subject we're on right now. Yeah. But we could pivot. Oh, so what is your name? Can you guys hear out there? I can Hold on hear. one second. What is your name, hon? Hello? That was your mama. Call Hi, back. mom. She sounded way too preppy to be my mom. Oh, well, someone from your friend room. from New Orleans. What? Your friend from New Orleans? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know who um, Marijuana. Take over. For a minute. Yeah. For, for a what? Take over. Okay, so why don't you tell me about, because you just moved over here from New Orleans. Oh, she's called that. back. Hello, oh. can you hear us? Yes, I can there hear we you. There we go. turn this down, though. All right. What is your name and... Uh, and What's your claim to fame? It's Kara and Jesse oh, from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Hey, babes. <laughs> hey, my love. Oh, so, I love y'all. We, we love you, too. So when are we going to a bathhouse in Australia? We just need to know because we're all going to have to experience this. Well, uh, Jesse's got one, but you're going to have to grow a few inches because... <laughs> Horizontally. Unless you go to the dark room on the fourth floor, but I feel like yeah, the, uh, New Orleans has their own special bathhouses. Well, it was just closed down <laughs> because those ratchet-ass people... Uh, right? Yeah, we, we that got closed down a couple years back. Like San Francisco. Oh, wait, do yeah. we have one? Wait, wait. Oh, yeah, we got Eros yeah, and Water Garden I mean, I and Embarcadero 4. Uh, really? Girl, you know them all. Not all of them. Yeah. We, First we step just, is come to see me in San Francisco, you. Louisiana. Yes, true. Yes, Louisiana, come to San Francisco. They'll take you to uh, a couple bathhouses here. Hell we yeah, can just, we might have, we have to make have a, a visit soon. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> I like, and you got a nice apartment too. Oh, Echo's place is pimped the hell out. Y'all got to check it out. And she got her cat here with her right, right now. She she's doing it up here on House of Pride <laughs> Radio. With such style. The cat's biting her hand right now, which I'm finding quite amusing. I gotta keep. Oh my goodness. So she doesn't grab the wire. Your pussy's biting you, girl. I, I can't take my No, don't do me. it. <laughs> down, pussy, down. <laughs> Mama said down. Well, we wanted to give a shout out. We love you so much. Love y'all. Thanks. Happy birthday, Jesse. Happy birthday, oh, Jesse. Oh, to Jesse's birthday. It's my high school. Uh, longest him, from high school. Him him from ear to ear right now. So and he is transgendered <laughs> and is a big butch masculine looking mm. like, uh, hunker sexy. Let's, let's take a short musical break. Oh. Jesse, I'm gonna no, de- don't take Jesse I'm gonna away. dedicate this song to you since it's your birthday. Let's all uh, give a birthday shout out to count of three, all right? One, two, three. One, two. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy Vagina Eviction Day. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Jesse. This one's for you. Yeah, thank y'all. Go, 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 okay. Go, 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 go,
it's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. We gon' sip a cardi like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fuck cause that's your birthday. You can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. Mama, I got what you need if you need to fill the bars. I'm in the having sex, I ain't in the making love. So come give me a hug, you in the getting rough. Alrighty, that's enough birthday celebration. Bye, Jesse. <laughs> and you're done. Mm. And you're done. Uh, I said good day. So Eli wants good to day, talk about sir. one of his favorite pastimes, which is... <laughs> which is... Well, I mean, everybody who knows... Anybody who knows me knows... And knows me pretty well. Knows that I'm oh, sorry. this huge fanatic of Donna Summer. And it's... Who? Through her music, Donna Summer. Not Diana Ross. Excuse me? I'm confused with Diana Ross. That's the crazy thing. But, uh, yeah, you know, Donna Summer. Just this... And the reason I wanted to bring it up today is because... What's happening with the summer of love here in San Francisco? Um, that was what, 1967 or 67? Yes, 50 like year that. anniversary so this like year, yeah. 1967. It all happened here right. in 8 Golden right. Gate Park, the summer of love. Exactly. And so, with that <laughs> theme in mind, summer, love, summer. You were there, Mary. I love Wanna? summer. Yeah. You were everywhere there. I am eternal. Mm hmm. So, what's happening this year? Do you all remember? I feel love. Yeah. I feel love. Yeah. Well, like, I feel well, I don't know about you or even, I know for sure, not you. It, it not gonna <laughs> Are you saying I look old, I'm madam? I'm the opposite. So it's like, for sure, you won't, I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't. But the thing is, that song is celebrating its 40th 40 years. years. Oh, damn. 40 years of love. And Somehow still manages to sound futuristic. Exactly. Yeah. You know? That's and, good production, baby. That's, that's mm -hmm. the point is that that song was so poignant and so important uh, in the dance community and in, in the genres of music that eventually evolved, um, whether we called it EDM or disco or dance or pop dance or uh, any of those uh, house uh, yeah. you know Italo and Italiano disco or whatever we were calling it um, those evolutions all encompassed the pioneering aspects that was I feel love and today that song celebrates its 40th anniversary it's really important today well this month oh yeah this, this month it actually does and I don't know if you're aware do you ever get mix mag magazine no, just Billboard, honey. Well, I happen to have a copy of it right here. We're talking about the 1977 smash that Donna Summer was lead singer on. Uh, Giorgio Moroda and Pete um, Bellotti created the song. Um, and you have a mixed mag on the cover, 40 years celebrating I Feel Love. It was a revolutionary song. It actually was Definitely. the template of all techno music to come afterwards and right. why is that huh? it's well you know it actually happened by chance and i was reading the article in the history of the become uh, how i feel love became and giorgio Moroder, uh the producer of the song and uh, the lyricist and and co-producer pete balot got together and they were formulating on these uh computerized this computerized equipment that they pretty much admit to having not known exactly what they were doing and so they were they were playing with different aspects and they eventually laid down a, a track 
And they had already known Donna Summer at the time, and they were good friends. And once they got the lyrics down and they got a couple of tracks laid over, they just they figured out how to synchronize. And, um, and it, that's the part of the song that is very repetitive and lays one track on top of the other or moves it over a little bit. That's called uh, synchronizing. And um, once they were done, this is the part that I think is kind of funny about this song, is that process that I just explained to you was a very tedious and long process. There was, it was not simple for them to eventually lay down that pioneering track. And what eventually happened was once they finally finished after laborious hours of doing, working on it, is that they went over to Donna Summer's house and they said, okay, now we need the vocals. And so when they got to her house, she was upstairs on the phone making them wait for three hours while she was on the phone, work, talking on the phone with her husband at the time who she was getting a divorce from. And so she was sorting all that out and um, finally makes her way downstairs and says, okay, what you got? And they, they play her um, the tracks that they have already put down um, on like this little cassette player. And she's like, hey, let's go to the studio. And so they go to the studio, and in one take that lasted maybe seven, eight minutes, she laid down the vocals for what now has become a very legendary track that has made history ever since then. And it was, right, it was impact. It is. And you know, I think Brian Eno, who was working on David Bowie's album uh, Low at the time, mm. um, actually called up David Bowie himself and said, I heard this song and I've actually heard the future, which was kind of silly. But And he predicted, he said, this is going to change the landscape of dance music for the next 15 years. Well, he obviously underestimated right. that because we're now celebrating uh, 40 years of I Feel Love which right. continues to be groundbreaking and and she did it like a boss yeah she's like okay i'm gonna have my problems deal with those mm -hmm. come downstairs boom there yeah. you go what right. else you need flip the hair boom. just and and so when you when you hear that song yeah. in the clubs isn't it just the perfect song it it still sounds fresh it still sounds just iconic
Jeezy lie, you know every damn detail of this story, don't you? I kind of live and breathe Donna Summer. That's just the weird part about me. Well, uh, in New York, there is a big event going on to celebrate this. Have you read about that? I've seen it all over Facebook. Which one is it? Well, let's see. I think I just saw it. It's on uh, Ray Gaviano's page. He's um, one of the uh, directors of Mass Pool, Record Pool. Oh, yes. um, I feel love celebrating. Oh, July 27th. When is that? That's coming up pretty soon. Today's the 19th, so in a week. Uh, Oh, God, I just did a video call of myself. Scary, scary. Paging, Tweaker Paging. Turner. Hello, where are you? Um, let's see. Casablanca Records, and the, oh, it's being sponsored. It is being held at, it's called, um, oh, oh, Georgia Morota is going to be there. I Feel Love 40. Georgia Morota, a bunch of great DJs. Uh, it's going to be at the uh, in Brooklyn, New York, at the uh, Smirnovsky, uh venue, uh, Thursday, July 27th. Uh, so the that would be a place to congregate and celebrate. Place to be. I wish I could be there. Fly over there, girl. I just got back from Australia. Oh, that's true. The just warming out. I know. What floor did you finally have sex on? That's well, all I want to know. Oh, there's no all of them. Like I said, there's four. Floors. The first time. <laughs> the first. Well, then there's that. So, but we're not going to segue back into bathhouse. Are you sure? No. I know how much fun the Australian men were that I've had. I can only imagine a room full of them. I like. I know. Welcome to the conversation, know, Echo. Miss Echo's in the house. Echo, I know everyone I know has like one Australian person that is like in their back pocket. It's kind Girl, of weird. There was one in New Orleans and I did something really shady just because he said, well, you don't have anywhere to go. I said, no, we're going. Find somewhere to go. Yes. I went into my lawyer's house and he, <laughs> and he woke up to things on the table and us passed the fuck out. That was hilarious. You're like, you're welcome. <laughs> Your next bill was a little what higher. Kind of, I was going to say, <laughs> what kind of lawyer? And a, the popper's kind of uh, like uh, ate a ring in his Oh no, and popper stain. Yeah, it was poppers are helpful, Mary. I, do you oh. feel competition when there's poppers? Around? I actually do rec- poppers recreationally. I, mm-hmm. I when I brought when I came here, one of the first performances I did in the city because I, I in Chicago you use them up in the club, and like I brought them here, and I'm like I'm gonna do a poppers, and I'm not a single fucking person touched it, and I'm like really? What do you mean? Uh. Like I'm trying to get them like to the poppers up in the club. Oh, you know. Like, oh, you were passing around poppers. Yeah, none of them yeah. touched it. Hey, Mama, poppers is this little confetti thing at think birthday parties. The, do people do that at like Badlands? I've never seen like poppers being passed around. Maybe uh, it's like a hole in the wall thing. It's like I mean, even I don't know. It's I, I just think that Chicago is much more of a club scene, yeah. you know, and like they do like they get. They, it's just it's. Part do people of get? It. I, I can't try and imagine like dancing, you know, getting into the groove. Like I feel love dancing to that, and then doing poppers and like falling on the oh, floor gosh, or something. I never. <laughs> I, I never thought enough. about it either until someone, you know, just kind of made me try it. I was like, oh, this works. Uh, 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 yes, okay. Right. Uh, and on that right. note, I endorse You mean during sweat. sex? Well, that, I mean, that's the only thing I knew it was for. Is yeah, just, we know, thought that's, that's, that's all it was for. You know, you the, dig the it, dig first it. little, you it's know. A, it gets, it's easier going in. and all. Just, oh. for, just the first one, girl? <laughs> I'm going to keep right. on pressing that button. Like, yes, more. But. I know, girl. If they're, if they're doing it right, then the. Are you a bottom? Am I? Wow, frank conversations with Tweeka Turner. <laughs> My grandmother's sitting on the bayou going, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I already know. I already Hi, know. Grandma. I see the way you walk. Uh, I know. There's your answer. Oh, so more poppers for you. I just feel like poppers was a really big deal in the 80s. I know I'm dating myself, but... What about in Australia? Nobody? No, I didn't see anything. Pa- bathhouse, nothing. No, no, no. People are too good for... Well, and because it's not the original formula anymore, so you have to get like I the know. good kind, you know? Because yeah. there's they stuff... 
back to their original formula. Well, what is the original there, formula? There is this hard to like, Some, find. Yeah, it's and like you, hard and you to... don't even know unless you like try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original formula. It can't be it that. Does, it can't be that healthy for you. <laughs> well, the, the newer formula is. You live worse in a city, Tweeka. Because like uh, the newer stuff, it gives you a, a head rush, right? And um, you sometimes get headaches, and mm-hmm. it just goes away real fast. The original yeah. stuff actually relaxes all the muscles in the body and this doesn't what, really yes. the head too much and relaxes. Yeah, and I, I love when I find a good one. I remember in the '80s, what happened to me was everything you just described for both both times. Yeah, you know. like, uh, there's, there's like that rush stuff is just uh, hell yeah. Oh, rush! Oh, different. Okay. Rush. They used to call it locker oh, room. Oh, they have the uh, maximum impact stuff now, which is just yeah, like the we, we that s- they put bettering agents in to keep the junior high kids from like. Oh, out. really? Is it the same? What's it called? Like Tetra? It's like the same no. thing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the '80s, how many of you guys have ever tried cocaine? Wow. I'm, I Never. lived five years in Miami. I have were, am burnt out of cocaine. I, I don't think I'd have any desire to do it ever again. Thank it's expensive, too. And it, Unless you got some. <laughs> uh, it's, just, it's a waste. I might as well take my wallet and put directly in trash can. Yeah, that doesn't do it. Miami, you don't have a choice in the matter. You go to the club, and there's, there's I don't know why there's a bar. Mm. It's just... Well, I mean, consider, you know, Well, speaking of Miami, this is the perfect uh, segue, Miss Echo. Because Who are we bringing on? We are bringing on another freestyle artist from Miami, as we've been doing for the last four weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh. This time, we're going to be calling live, and um, they were like reigning kings back in the 90s and 80s, most likely. We're going to hear all about it. It's the group Erotic uh, Exotic, and the... Mm. One, the drummer Johnny. We're gonna talk yeah. to him. Let's. I always love a good drummer. Yeah. <laughs> All I have to the say. beat is where it's at. Yeah. Well, let's uh, set things up, shall we, with one of their biggest hits entitled "Love." L O V E. Are you ready?
All right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're listening to Love by Erotic Exotic Freestyle Music, uh, Miami-based freestyle music, uh, part of a clan of freestyle artists. With us live is one of the members of Erotic Exotic. It is Johnny Agaro. Hello, are you with us? Yes, yes, we got. It's actually it's Aguilo. Aguilo, you were right, Eli. Thank you. <laughs> Rad. <laughs> Welcome to House of Pride Radio. How are you? I'm doing fine, and you know it's a pleasure having you know having me on, on, on your show, man. I'm, I'm really a fan, and I'm really glad that uh, you reached out to me. Yes, it's a pleasure to have you. We were just listening to Love, uh, one of your biggest hits. Yes, actually, it was our second single. That's right. The first one was Take Me As I Am. Am I correct? Mm. Yes, you are correct. Take Me As I Am was our very first single. Tell first us. First single to be signed mm-hmm. to Atlantic Records as well. Atlantic Records. You heard that, folks. Let me go around my room here. We, ha- we have other guests here. I want um, them to introduce themselves to you. Go go right ahead, Miss. Echo. Oh, oh. Miss Echo, she's a little high right now. And then <laughs> Marijuana, my co-host. Yes, darling. My name is Marijuana. And well, again, thank you. Hello, and my pass name. the joint. Um, um. Nice, nice hey, to meet hey, you. My name's Eli. Hey, baby. And we got Eli here to my right. All right. Let's all say hi. You're probably used to this group setting. You're hanging out with um, uh, um, the ladies down there in Miami. Yes. Company B. The, the, the girls. The girls. Um, so tell, take take us back a little bit, if you don't mind, down memory lane. Uh, how did it all get started? Were you guys like uh, friends in the community? How did you all meet and get the thing rolling? You know, actually, we're all basically rock musicians. Oh, he's cutting it. Rock band, new wave, punk, and stuff. We knew each other, you know. Next thing we all worked at a record. And that's where I met Al and uh, and Gus. And me and Al started a band with Juan Diaz. They they went on to form Luke about this and find Epic Records. And we started, you know, we broke up that band and then we just started playing with different bands and stuff. And then we were all working or or usually helping out Louis Martinet of, of Pantera and Expose fame. And we were actually the, the backup band for Exposed. The original I get out of here. Know, that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. Did you? No, I mean, you know, we we were very you know very used musicians down here where we did a lot of uh, you know a lot of studio work and we also backed up uh, Stevie B on a band called Friday Friday out of Macola Records out in California. And uh, so we were, you know we were playing with uh, actually Stevie B talked us in you know getting into the dance thing. We were rock musicians. You know, new wave. He said, "Man, I I want you guys to back me up." You know, uh, on this band. And that's how we started. And, and then you know, we were back in our Mexico day. And the story goes where you know we were at Pantera, had the keys, did our recordings. But Lewis, uh, good friend Lewis, didn't want to release our single because you know he didn't want to lose us as, as as the backing band. So we actually went next door <laughs> and signed with Joy Boy Records. And that's how you know, he came by Andy. Sometimes you have to think out of the box to get it done. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, look, man, we, we didn't mind backing up anybody, and especially we love the young ladies. But uh, you know, we, we had our own, you know, what we wanted to do. 
what we wanted out of it and, and like that we already were working on, on material for our stuff you know? but we didn't want to be held back and, and you know you guys could appreciate that i'm sure yeah. Right. well yeah absolutely well why don't we have a listen to your first release then take me as i am don't go anywhere we're just gonna have a little listen here no 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 i'm here i'm here <laughs> I go nowhere these kids, yeah. all right okay take me as i am erotic exotic <laughs> I bet that was a song, uh, Johnny, that really got all the girls, like, excited. Well, you know what? It got everybody excited. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's simple. You know, take me as I am. It could go either way, any way you like it, you know. Uh, whatever your preference is, take me as I am or don't take me at all. Mary Wanna, take me as I am. With pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> to the dump! <laughs> uh, now, do you guys have ownership of, you know, do you get residuals when people buy this music still? You know what? <laughs> Sorry for the penny. blunt question. You know, we, we've never seen a penny. We never will. But we're in the process of taking control of everything of ours. You know, uh, <laughs> you know uh, I don't know if you remember Wes Farrell. Wes Farrell was our, our manager. And Wes Farrell was... Uh, the record, the executive producer of the Partridge Family TV show. You remember that? Oh, yes. I grew up on that, of course. Uh, exactly. And Wes was married to Nancy Sinatra. And, and you know, this guy was big time kind of a con. You know, the old school uh, of, of the music business. Right. I never saw a penny from this guy, you know? Yeah. Well, then, I'm not going to tell people to go buy it on iTunes. Let's, <laughs> oh. <laughs> let's talk about the present because you are involved with a bunch of it, it, this is a great thing that's going on right now it's like a, a renaissance of freestyle the love of freestyle music uh, yes, yes. particularly the the Miami based sound like Latin infused freestyle and you're working with right, a bunch right. of talented folks tell us a little about what's going on there well you know uh, we, we kind of been getting like I don't know what the word to say, but it kind of disrespectful in a way from New York promoters and stuff like that. That that basically all their all their you know big freestyle events, you know, they, it's all New York bands. They, they yes. never you know they never come down. They never they have excuses for us, but they tend to use like our three biggest acts, which is CBB, Expose, and Trenier. 
And those three acts, if it wasn't for those three acts, they w nobody would be going to their shows, honestly. You know, you know, I speak my mind and I say it like it is, whether people well, like it or not. You know, you Stevie know? B, Expose, many, many top 10 hit. Well, Expose, many hits on top 10 Billboard. Uh, Stevie B, well, Spring well, Love, classic, will never go away. You know. Stevie B had a number one, you know. Oh, yes, because of, what was that song yeah. called? It's a melody, actually. Yes, exactly. Because it's I Love You. Because I Love You, exactly. So you can't take the away. And the same with Bob Rosenberg of Wilter Power. They, they had a number one record. Yes, so they did. Uh, ooh, baby, I love your yeah, way. I just interviewed Susie Carr. She's amazing. Yes. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. And Bob's a good friend down here. You know, Bob's done a lot of things. Hey, Bob. But like I said, I mean, I mean, the, 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 the facts are there. I mean, we had three top Billboard hits on the dance charts. You know, Company B was, was big. Uh, Voice and Fashion had a few hits. And and the good thing about Erotic Exotic is that, you know, we had a lot of success in South America, you know? Mm -hmm. So we, we did some tours down there sponsored by Pepsi-Cola. Awesome. And I, just want, I just want respect for everyone, man, you know? Uh, and, and, and what ticked me off was I saw this documentary talking about freestyle music, how it started in New York, and they didn't mention one band out of Miami. So that's what my rant Shit. has been. Competing <laughs> demographics, folks. <laughs> Uh, no, and even the term freestyle came out of Miami from the from you know Pretty Tony Butler's band Freestyle. You know they had a, a lot of a lot of hits, and, and again a, a lot of that New York stuff that they call freestyle was really electro funk. You know the, the early mm -hmm. electro funk stuff like the Africa Bombada, the Soul Sonic Forces. You know Shannon, even Lisa Lisa. They they mentioned that Taylor Dane perhaps. But, but we know that that, that was a little pre freestyle you know so and not to not to hit on anybody because i love everybody man. well, well here's one yeah respect. absolutely no That's no hate it's no hate but uh i will say this that what you guys are serving up has its own like flavor for sure and it has it's yes, like it some latin infused um use um um genres infused into the freestyle sound which makes it unique and w w what's getting me that's really like amazing is that you guys have the endurance energy and talent to come together now and and make all of this happen you guys are going on some really big uh tours around the country i know you, a few of you in san jose recently tell us about this touring thing how's it be going well the touring thing you know it, it's like you know uh it's not that much. It's like once a month, maybe, and stuff like that. I mean, we really do play a lot, a lot in, in Miami, Fort Lauderdale area. So we, we basically play like three, four times a month down here. So nice. we're keeping the name alive. And and we're trying to do, I know we're working on a big show later on in the year for New York. And yeah, we, we you know, we're doing a, a little tours like in California. I know we've done some things over in in texas and dallas and, and so forth so oh so you are going to new york johnny you've you've mended the I, fence yep i clocked that i was like <laughs> he just spent all that time talking shit about new york and he's gonna be running but right up to that city they've managed to navigate a, a collective well, peaceful that, truce that, and, and no pun intended but i grew up in queens new york <laughs> okay so if anyone should be allowed to perform up there it's you Got damn a foot it. in hey, both worlds you, you know i'm from left right city which was at that time called affordable housing and we know what that is are you listening, Jay Kwan? Well, Jay Kwan's a good friend too, man. He's Boricua. Yes. You know? And we're Cubans. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting because, um, you know, yes, you're not the, like, Ish, for example, from that fabulous exactly. group. is. Uh, I don't know if he was born in Cuba or he was born in Miami. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he was born in Cuba. Was born in Cuba. It's, it's an amazing thing. You wouldn't think off the top of your head that 
the influences of Cuba would bring forth all of this like kind of like Americanized dance music, you know, with R and B flavor and like, where is this coming from in Cuba? You know, it, 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 I would have to say it's more of the the, the Cuban American influence. You know, the Cubans that the, again, I, I was here at the at the age of seven, so you know, I grew up on the Beatles and the Stones and so forth. You know, and, and it's the influence. I think what really influenced Roddy Exotic was like the late seventies and early eighties, a new wave, new romantic movement. You know, out of out of the UK with bands like you know Duran Duran, Ultravox, Gary Newman when they started using the, the sequencers and drum machines and, and all that kind of stuff. And I, and I think that that's what really set us apart because we came from, you know, being a live musician and then we discovered synthesizers and sequencers, electronic drums and drum machines. And, and, and look, we weren't trying to copy anybody. We just, we just did what we like to do. And we, you know, since I was a percussionist, a drummer, and that played timbales and congas, that, that came into effect. You know, our guitar players were into rock. You know, we got a lot of slack from from Atlantic and the labels that they wanted to take out our guitars from our song. Ah, uh, yeah, I heard I heard the rocking guitar there in one of those tracks. Yes, uh, that yeah, and that, that's our influence, man. That that that's that's what we grew up in. So right. you know, we we always had a hard time saying no, nah, man. That that can't come off. That that's erotic exotic and. You know, we don't want to sound like anybody else. You know. <laughs> now, now that um, uh, things have. Uh, eased up in terms of traveling to Cuba, do you guys, you know, see the future where you would tour there? You know, that's a tough question to mm. ask, man. There, there's so many things that, that go into this. And, you know, I try, two things I try to stay out of is politics and religion, man. You know, as an entertainer. That's a good move. <laughs> Why, gentlemen? You know? <laughs> you really don't want to piss off marijuana agrees with you <laughs> I mean I go into religion but most of my religion is you know drug induced you know just believe me you don't want to start me on religion either man because you know I think that separates everybody but uh, like I said back to the politics look as long as the Castro is in power I don't want no part of Cuba you know ah uh, right because a lot of folks moved because of that whole thing oh man everybody yeah. left that's the whole that. diaspora right when we left was in the, you know, in the mid 60s and so forth you know from 70s i mean what what's left in the last few years has nothing to do with policies has to do with hunger you know what i mean no food you know you can keep people down but you got to keep them fed and if you can't keep them fed then you know everything's out the window but you know i myself i'm a fourth generation musician all my, my family are all cuban musicians you know my my dad was a big time trumpet my grandfather played bass for Nat King Cole when he would play in Cuba and Tropicana. So, you know, that, that's where my influence come from. And that's, you know, the early music that I listened to. That is so cool. Did they stay in uh, Cuba or did they um, immigrate over to Miami? No, I don't have anybody left in Cuba. Actually, actually you know, my dad passed away in New York in 2007. So uh, I really don't have anybody even left in New York either. So I have a, a brother and a sister that still live in Yes, yes, gotcha. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about the next uh, events that are coming up for you, your band. Uh, could you let us know what's going on? Well, we have a few things down here in Miami right now. I mean, next Friday we're playing at this uh, 80s flashback festival with, with about 16 acts. That should be really good for us. We're, we're the headliner. Then we have a few shows down here, like, uh, you know, a place called Frankie's where actually Connie's playing tomorrow. Connie Martinez, Funky Little Connie, Beat. Funky mm. Little Beat, that's my girl. Do you know that I'm the one 
discovered Connie. <laughs> oh, you discovered her. Uh, I discovered Connie. I used to work for Henry Stone. Remember Henry Stone? Of course. Yeah, I'm Henry just going to say the yes. Father of Disco, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, he, he's the one, Casey and Tony. I used to work for Henry. And, and in funny story, Amos Larkin, the producer, we were working in the studio, and he slammed me this song. This song you hear? Be, there's a girl singing. You know, the girl sounds horrible. And, and, and you know, Amos asked, so what do you think, Johnny? What do you think? I said, you know, you know Amos, man, the track is killing but That girl can't sing to save her life, you know? And, and Amos is cracking up on me. I'm telling you, where's this guy laughing at me? And he goes, Johnny, that's me pretending to sing like a girl, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he tells me to find him a, a singer. And I had known Connie's brother, Joe. We used to work together at the radio station I-95 here in Miami. And that's why I brought in Connie, sang a few lines, and... You know, she's built that song since then. Yeah, we had the honor of interviewing her about three weeks ago. Um, we're doing a, you are part of um, our celebration of Summer of Freestyle Love here on House of Pride Radio. Thank you for being a part of it today. Thank you for having me. Where can folks go to learn more about you, your group, and your and your brand? You know, you can find us on Facebook. There's a page for Roddy Exotic. Page for Roddy Exotic. There's, the good thing about YouTube these days is you can go in there and see videos of, of us, you know, going way back to, to 86, to, to the present. So, you know, you, even though, you know, you put in erotic exotic on YouTube, who knows what you can get. <laughs> but so we do have a lot of videos on there that people can see and, and, and see the progression of the band and how we were and how we are now. All right, folks, you heard that here. Um, Johnny, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we got to let you go. But before we do that, we're going to go out with another erotic, exotic song entitled I Can Give You What You Want, What You Need. Can you set us up Again. about that song? What was uh, When did that come out and, and how did it come out? Mm -hmm. That was the third single that, that we released. Uh, it was something that uh, we had been working on before. We, we did a few changes to it. And, you know, it's... It, Right there, it explains everything. I can give you what you need. Yes, that's okay, always a good thing, Mary. I just want to yes. say that I really appreciate you guys having me on here. It was a pleasure, you know, with all you guys. You know, stay high, stay free, and stay beautiful. Stay high, Mary. Did you hear that? I don't know if I can manage that. <laughs> Have you ever not been high? <laughs> Actually, um, I lost my she's high for a day, and that was awful. She's very contagious. Her energy is going around the room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can hear it. You can, you can hear it. You can hear John, the munchies. Again, thank you guys very much for having me. Absolutely, Johnny. Let's stay in touch. Come on back some sometime soon on House Pride Radio. Folks listening to us, we're going to go out with the erotic exotic I Can Give You What You Need 1987 classic. Check it out. Thank you very much. You're welcome.
Summer of Freestyle Love, House of Pride Radio. Yes. We are just, you know, Tweaky can't get enough of this. Some of the love, obvious, obviously. All right, we're back. Hey, Marijuana, how's it going? Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> that was yeah. fun, calling Miami, talking yeah. about uh, some freestyle legends. I'm surprised you managed to make it through an entire segment without bringing up bathhouses or cocaine. I'm very proud of you, I, I think we've exhausted the topic. Are you sure? Well, I don't know. You're bringing it back up. I mean, <laughs> as you're, speaking as of you're rubbing a pussy, and cocaine, how literally. are you doing over there, Echo? <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> um, well, well, let's talk a little bit about Miss Echo's uh, performance art technique. Oh, where do we start? Break your pussy on the floor and have everyone I scream. I the floor with my taint. How yeah. about your last performance? Where was that? My last performance was at Balançois. Mm. Um, oh. It was a funny little spelling of that place. I didn't know what the... I was like, uh, where, where is the Balancor? Yeah, I was going to say, if you don't know, I have a dollar. Did you know what time. it meant? Uh, no. It means the swing. Oh. The, the swing with you. What did you think it, it was it so, um, meant? It's, like? a, it's a different group of cra- uh, different crowd, but I actually really like them. Uh, it's a mix between straight and gay, um, but these people that come to that show like really sit there and they pay attention and they're mm-hmm. into it. They're this, not talking yeah. to their friends while you're performing. Or texting. It, yeah. it, this like, must be Cruising the Loose show. Yeah, and, it's AMD. I love the fact that I have a stage and so much area you around me. So much it's room. a good stage. So and if you're room. very nice to the owner, he'll let you come down on the swing from the second floor. You I, have to I, be I, very I'm, nice. I'm an aerialist. I have uh, paperwork <laughs> of doing aerial silks. I've been wanting to meet Oh my God, with do you that. would have worked that. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, let's hope the last, they reopen. The, the last performance... Um, I did there. I was. Uh, I, I showed you in the picture. Um, I was did my Freddy Cougar mix where I mix uh, Sweet Dreams into uh, Monster, and I come out literally um, ripped up um, uh, and bloody. Oh my gosh! Brain fart. Uh, Freddy Cougar. Yeah. <laughs> and but everything's bedazzled. It's all that cocaine. It's not all just gory. <laughs> it's all bedazzled too. I have a big claw, and it's all glittery and rainbowy and all that. And then I commence to freaking you the bluff out. Um, and I try to take the whole stage with every boundary I can. Yes. And so, how did you work that huge space on Friday? Um, she did, killed it. I did. Murdered it. Were you there, man? Flip. Yeah. Oh, you everywhere. Thing and did a death drop. Well, a death slam. That bitch went. Yeah, I felt that girl. I but think they know, put that. On that's the, the new. Scale. All the queens are doing that death drop. It's like getting better and better each time you see it. Well, you know, there are some girls. We had to be fair. There are some girls that like force it, and like there are some girls that like have been doing it and yeah. so it looks effortless and well the new technique like is they actually jump up first and then fall down the thing, the thing, I, li- yeah. I like that she's that's like yeah. the song where you kick up yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I think that's what I'm referring up. to yeah. okay. that one is hot yeah I, and I'm thinking oh god oh my god she's not the, gonna get the up thing, she's not gonna the thing that's funny about mine mine look pretty brutal I'd like to see Cruz and do that because I have so much freaking padding that I can literally like slam myself to the ground and people are like oh my god you're not gonna feel it not for a second and you're so like you never thought about that that's true you're so lean that it's you know you don't not a lot of weight going down yeah yeah girl you're right because i'm looking at that little boy but mm -mm, no mama you got it 
It takes Mary seven wants a piece to of that. eight dance t- professional dance sites to even get it looking flush. So you're keeping yeah. Capizio in business. Me, uh, I'm going to have to hire you sometime to do my padding, girl. <laughs> um, uh, Miss, uh, what's her name? <laughs> Who ginger uh, uh, From RuPaul's Driver said it was just here. Miss uh, Vegas. Vander, uh, is that is Alaska? That Derek Berry, <laughs> Vegas, no, um, Pheromone. Pheromone, there, there you go. There we go. Yeah, she, I'm um, mailing her off some pads here soon. Oh, work. She, oh, you're making pads for people? Oh. You've got uh, to make that coin, Hanny. Oh, How much do you charge, folks? Coin. There are many, the, the demand's high. How much do you charge for your padding? Well, since they are a bitch and I have to make, and I run out of pot completely making them because I want to rip Mary, all like, my hair. I'm Did you hear looking, this? I'm looking her pussy. Yeah, no, you, 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 you just call me, girl. Depending on what size girl you are and what kind of ass you want, uh-huh. um, like pheromones are probably going to be like 250 what do you get for what is yeah, it that you're getting that. a piece of foam what uh, <laughs> I, I, well, do you know what padding you, is Twika? do you do drag you know yes I, I do because I will tell you this um, 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 Ginger Snap makes those for $60 with a turkey thing well you gotta put her on air like that maybe her prices have raised now but, people will be because calling it, me well, like Miss Snap you overcharged me $15 because, because it's done with a turkey what are those things yeah. called yeah the, the, do you use that cover. too well then yours must be smoother around it than hers I use, uh, shade no. ginger did you hear that <laughs> she's not listening i'll have you know she's a saint <laughs> well mine are pretty luxurious Voluptuous. and it's it's fitted yeah um mm. and i um did you butt butt things to the queen. Too? yeah and then they cut just right and that might go from yeah. the knee up like they they're the full leg padding suit so oh that, that helps yeah, yeah so it doesn't look artificial yeah so you don't look like detox yeah. So the death drop oh, is. Do you know who I get compared to the most? It's Miss Detox. You I get do. It so much. Everyone's like, you get this all the time. I'm like, yes. But you know, she was actually. I might have told you this. She was one of the first times I went out in drag. I was a baby little booger. Detox walks in a double door in Chicago, and she just looks at me, pauses, and she's like, I like this. And I'm like, and I didn't even know who she was, and I pieced it together. And I'm like, oh fuck, okay. You know who I thought you looked like originally when who? I saw you? I didn't really study the photo, but I'm uh, that girl from Russia. <laughs> the family just said don't talk about our sister <laughs> well I thought you looked like Natalie Ray for a second oh okay why she is the talk of the town I have never actually crossed paths with her are you serious yeah, never she lives right here I know and she's like a Russian immigrant you know but you know never, never crossed paths maybe we're maybe I'm a schizophrenic maybe you're like long lost sisters something like that I am adopted we're a sociopath yeah, <laughs> fact stalkers, uh, but fabulous. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you make pads. I will have to like put you on my list of. Oh shit. I definitely need some fitting going on in my ass here. Well, I um, don't stop until they're perfect. Uh, that's why. Don't I'm, stop till they get. I'm like, don't I'm, stop I'm, I'm till you're perfect. Li- I level to the floor, making sure like they are perfect. That's what you need everything. because it has and to be like shoulder, phone. ass. Hips yeah. have to all work together. Well, see, Echo is everything Chris is not. Um, Chris is a very sweet, generous, um, go out of his way, give you his last dollar kind of individual. Is that you? And shy. Is that and, your boy name? Yeah. Okay. And um, I, I find myself very self-conscious in a lot of ways. And, but Echo is full-on diva with uh, take life on by the horns. Um, she Everything of her aesthetic and her attire is 
on point, but that Truth. bitch is crazy rap. See, I feel like today here in the studio, you're like 50 50. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I have to put on a little eyeliner. Um, you know, and the cat, you brought the cat. It's kind of like oh, it's our proximity towards each other, Just to right? Just make y'all laugh before we were started. I Girl, was going to go. Yeah, oh, right. she's putting on lips. Well, now, folks, and can, you have to okay. tell us what you're doing so okay. folks listening to us know. Oh, I just like. Unless you have, so, you're live so streaming. This, um, one a bee lipstick and I smear oh. it across my lips. Not caring. Is where that Milani? Let's put a little bit on my teeth. You know, oh yeah. Are you good with doing people's faces as well? Um, oh, she's looking to get painted and hips. I, oh, there's a phone number. Oh, is that um, from last night? Um, oh, now you just you can't even read I, it because you just I got do. lipstick on it. Now it's ruined. It could have been a hot no, trick. Side. <laughs> um, no, I've done makeup for um, Sean Wildchild and for an Ultra Music Festival. I've done a special effects makeup. Yeah. I do weddings. I airbrush um, ladies and well, your eyebrows are amazing right now. Oh, they are so you. arched perfectly. Don't you think, Mary? You yeah. Eli, how yeah, do you I feel? I gag about on her things? eternally. I love yeah. you. You should see when I do them because <laughs> yes <laughs> she's like these old things well you you now that i'm really like staring at you right now you're like you put together so well your hair look at the colors and i videos. do all that myself too oh sure girl she is everything. a entre- she's a, a renaissance Mitch- queen i'm a Paul mitchell stylist i um and i do a lot of work uh, out of home though i hate working in a salon because another time uh, this one old baby comes in there and tells Hi. me what a, a haircut should look like no girl. And then that is just it. You done. No girl. Your hair don't do that because it's thin hair. It doesn't fluff like that. I'm trying yeah. to give you what you want. I didn't want it like that. Well, mm, your prunes are ready. Go pick them, girl. Do something. Go poop. You need <laughs> your bowel movement. old ones. Your hair don't do like that. Well, honey, it's Finicky. because it's falling out. Yes. We're trying to help you here, girl. Mm-hmm. We that should get some pink spot. highlights. Yep. And go with that, that foundation color in your hair. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, sorry. One one lady just really pissed me off. That's why I will never walk in and the salon. And that's why exactly. That's why Echo don't work in the salon. You can come to my house, and while I'm um, doing your hair, I have a little apron that has a clear part on it, so you can play with your phone while I'm cutting your hair. <gasps> Genius. Patents and sewn are gonna be. I'm gonna be Genius. tossing those out. She's very tech sensitive. Genius. And then um, <laughs> you are you can a one-woman army. In my living room, and when you're done, with Mar- the, um, Mary will be there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm looking a little. And when I'm done with your hair, she has her own bar in the corner. You don't get much place. I offer you a shower afterwards so you don't have to go home with, with all the little itches with a happy ending so much better girl no, no, no happy yes. no happy ending not, not with scissors that might be a bad ending I mean some folks are into that yeah the, I don't, I don't think, in my house no. I don't think many folks are actually into getting their uh, genitalia I was going to say Dory Alley and Folsom's coming up so we can find out real soon so I bet, all my New yeah. Orleans people out there um we always talked about how crazy and um, just ludicrous that city is. It's a blessing in disguise. San Francisco is knocking futs. Yes, indeed. It is. And it will. You have to be careful because it'll eat you alive if you it's aren't. It's got some. What, gore- what? It, the city? The city. Yeah. Absolutely. It's gorgeous in some ways. And, and ugly. It's, it's ugly in another way. Yep. It like has cow teeth. It'll, it, you won't see it coming at first. And then it's just like gnar, gnar you. Like, <laughs> grind you down. Can you pronounce yeah. the word gnar for me again? Gnar. Gnar. <laughs> I love that word of size. <laughs> Eli, how would you say that? the word nar nar N- he said it with like nar. disdain nar, nar. <laughs> no i just i describe san francisco as a rock tumbler because you either like emerge like a polished shining jewel or it grinds you after rolling down a mountain left yeah true that true I, I call it a rock tumbler you yeah know? 
Or or you just fall into pieces at the Yeah, end. that's what I'm saying. You either get ground to dust and there's nothing Diamond left, in the rough or... Or you're suddenly uh, a beautiful fucking ruby. Yeah. All in all, though, with everything the city has to offer and everything that... The diverse um, of the scenes and the people and the uh, restaurants, everything about the city, I'm completely in love. And I love you, Momo, but I'm not coming home. You hear that, friends? I feel that. <laughs> You'll I have to come and visit her. Do you have way. a spare bedroom? Uh, no, I, I live in a studio. You oh. can sleep on the bottom if I'm you drop a You can sleep in that sliding closet in all studios. It's like big enough to put a body in there. <laughs> Just put a mattress in there. You can't be talking about the skeletons in that ghost closet. There are a few of them. <laughs> Well, they're skeletons because I've shunned them in there to hold my wigs. Yeah, actually, those make good wood stands. That's true. I got a few I have myself. Light poles. Yeah. Like up my wall. Keep them good and erect. You'll just have to stay at Becky Motor Lodge. <laughs> uh, hey, Becky. No, Beck, Beck, was it Beck's Motor Lodge, not oh, Becky. Oh, Becky Motor Lodge. You, you can stay, stay at her, Becky. There's room. I love the way my pussy looks in your hand. I know. Oh, my God. Just, bit your, like, your pussy bit is your suckling. thumb and fell asleep. No, they suckle. This is a oh, suckling. Literally she is just out. like, I'm done now. He thinks it, she's like, thinks it's a t- teeth. It's I am the Madonna, after all. What would you say is your favorite thing about San Francisco? Coming from New Orleans? Bathhouse. The weather. <laughs> yeah. Well, the bathhouse the bath is actually cute here. I mean, what bathhouse? I have not seen it. Um, me either. I might, mine and my, uh, Even though you just named all of them like before. Me and my boyfriend's second date seconds. was there. You don't have and we haven't seats. been apart ever since. <laughs> oh, you have a boyfriend. What's his name? Shout out. Jeremy Delapina. He's from Hawaii. Jeremy. Hello, Jeremy. Oh, funny fact, uh, me and my mom just realized that we're dating the same age man. That's hot. She just oh. married uh, um, Josh, and he's 38, and um, and Jeremy's 38, which is pretty funny. And How old are you? Um, I'm 27. Oh. Yeah. I don't like my age. Shout out to your mom. Well, that's right. It'll change. Right? Well, <laughs> yeah. My mom's a my younger too. I think she just turned 42. Word. My, mom, my mom's a cute little blonde, but um, it talks all sweet and has her little secretary job. She had you at 13? Um, 17, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she um, j- j- uh, drives a black Mustang and listens to death metal with two 12s in the back. Fabulous. Monster beast. Did I do that? Fabulous. Not tw- Did you just do the math that she's not 42? I don't know. I'm um, high off of Mary. Hi. Hi. <laughs> We got to wrap up the show. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yes, we do. Well, what you got coming up, Echo? What's next for you, baby? A joint? Yes. With you? Yes. And there's a, there's a chemical in marijuana called Fuck It. And Ooh, I think it's favorite. pronounced Fuck It All. Oh, Fuck It All. Fuck It All. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excuse my ignorance. Yes. <laughs> Cocktail of fun. I love. Yeah. Eli, yeah. do you want to partake in that? Um, cocktails with you later oh cocktails with me later Boom. yes we're gonna go to mojo hey mojo mojo party party at q bar every wednesday night nice. produced by sip sip piano oh, and um um just came out it's yeah <laughs> the lord took you and the holy spirit spoke huh I'm like speechless after that, that <laughs> was that the moose in that cartoon what was oh, that? <laughs> you know i'm gonna add you work in a salon. Or you used to work in a salon, and now you refuse to. Yeah. I work in a salon currently, and I do people's hair all the time. And I, I was listening really intently to what you were saying about, you know, certain people and that sort of thing. I can totally relate. But um, you know what I did? I just I worked on them one time, and if it didn't go well, I I just don't work on them anymore. She no. ain't gonna work on them the first time, is you what she's what? saying. No, yeah. You no, must be referred. No I can't sit in one. Yeah. Really I can't sit experience. in one place and uh, do something all day. Like I, I, as a bartender, I have to work in somewhere that's busy. I, if I'm bored, I'm like ripping my hair out. 
And um, same thing goes for my, uh, the, the reason I chose um, my business and the way I did with my artwork is um, I have to have something continuously feed me something to, uh, mm-hmm. to go off of. And so, um, but just sitting there doing hair all day, I've really, I, I did it right out of high school. Uh, like, here's the little gay boy coming out of the country that school, the only one that was brave enough to say he was gay in school. Like, I'm going to do hair when I graduate. Uh, work. 18 hour, uh, 100 hours later, and um, I was working in a salon for maybe a year and a half, and I'm like, yeah, Did they hire right away, or was it hard to, like, break in? Um, it, the place I really wanted didn't, because they were booked, but um, it was, Mitchell salons are kind of scarce out there. Um, mm-hmm. I wish uh, now that I think back at it, I wish I went to a black girls' school or something and learned like everything. Oh, wow. But I went to Palmetto because the coloring system is absolutely amazing and really healthy for your hair. Ah, yeah. Uh, these colors come out so vibrant and uh, the pleats. I love it. Yeah. I love the comp. What up? Well, I can't really see the hues, but it it's looks like yellow, mm-hmm. um, uh, maroon, uh, and magenta and purple. Is it four? Is it, look at what goes into that marijuana. Well, that's called preparation. Yeah. She's uh, she's she's uh, a week forget, and a half. She a week and a half older. Forget, oh, really? that forget yeah. those two tones. It's, it's like four tones now. Yeah. Yeah. Four tones no, or busts. You have to lift with the bleach and then deposit the color. Mm-hmm. Deposit. I um I, I deposit. Did, uh, we talk in hair jargon now. I love it. We have two, what a rare treat, marijuana. We have two hair stylists with us. I know. Today. Usually, I'm surrounded by DJs. Oh, I make my own by hair nerds. <laughs> I make my own lace fronts too. That's why they look so amazing. Yes. So to get appointments with you, you have to meet on the corner of. Um, on the corner of, Ancha and Mama's house. Oh, girl, that's my block. What you doing? <laughs> Well, okay. you, well, you can share. Pass it around. I mean, yeah, I guess sharing's caring. Meaning, whenever we do business, don't come up and put your feet up and make yourself comfortable. Tell me what you want, what you need, and how. let's get the materials and done. I want to get that shit over with. Mm-hmm. And so both of us can be happy. Do you have yeah. a website folks can go to or a page um, or something? Not yet. I'm working out all my legal um, stuff for my website. Um, okay. Uh, for my business because I don't want to uh, advertise wrong with copyright. All right. Because mm-hmm. I work through people instead of working for myself right now. All right. And Eli, uh, where do folks go to get the treatment? I, I work at a place called yeah. Mainframe on Polk Street, just okay. below California, in between California and Pine. Mm-hmm. And I actually live like four blocks away mm-hmm. over there, close to Grace Cathedral. Two of the steepest um, hills that San Francisco has to offer. And you know what I always tell people? I think San Franciscans have the best asses in the nation. Are you a, because of, are you an ass person? I am. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. I do have a lot of envy for um, things and genes in the city. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, marijuana. Last thoughts. Big booty hole. Uh, Can you remember anything? Saturday, 4 to 7 p.m. at the Port Bar in Oakland. Come play Twister with us. That's yeah. right. It's Twister Sport Sister. Charity. Yeah, Sister Twister, Sister Mr. Twister. Tweaker Turner. <laughs> oh, oh, I guess you can't find me on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, it's too late. Echo, uh, so, uh, too, oh, Echo Paisley, Acoria Paisley for this one, and I'm on there, M-A-R-Y-W-A-N-N-A-H. I'm just How do you spell that? Because that is confusing. Acoria is Echo with R-I-A at the end. And Paisley is my last name because it's the most successful pattern and fabric truth oh i thought it was because of elvis oh no that doesn't make any sense thank you thank you very much <laughs> well i am flashy yeah and talk funny so are you gonna die on a toilet it too uh, i'm not gonna die on a toilet <laughs> silly girl a fatal douching accident <laughs>
I thought that was Judy Garland. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you took the joke right out of my mouth. <laughs> Literally. Let's put it back in. <laughs> What's your cat's now. name, by the way, who's sleeping on marijuana's lap? <laughs> Zara. I love Zara. how her uh, upper lip is pushed up. She is. Like, she is she, she like latched on oh, with thumb and then promptly oh. fell asleep. She is so into you. Miss Zara. Oh, I'm funny so story. Mean. I didn't know, because uh, we don't have one in Louisiana. Uh, Zara, uh, someone was like, oh, like the store? I didn't know that there's a store called Zara. I just Googled um, ferocious uh, tiger Titties? names. No. <laughs> Tiger names. Hi, Ferocious Titties. Hey, Ferocious Titties. We miss oh. you, girl. Come on back. <laughs> uh, she's out. Time to wake she up. She is out. Heart. Don't wake, wake up, poor thing. She just wants to sleep. Oh, she just sidled. Oh, oh. All right. We got to wrap things up. Eli, last thoughts, babe. Um, just thanks again for having me. All right. Great. Yeah. Well, why don't we uh, go out uh, again with, with a bang. The, the long version of Georgia Moroda. Uh, and Pete's uh, classic diva hit, I Feel Love, the song that revolutionized, what would you say, techno dance music? Techno dance, EDM. All of the above. Need we say more? Celebrating 40 40 years and still sounding like the future, amazing feat in itself. The year was 1977. Most of us weren't even born. I was. (laughs) Thank you for joining House of Pride Radio, folks. We're going to see you next week here with more fabulous guests. Thank you and goodbye. Bye.
provided casts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Want to spend a summer Sunday laughing your cares away? Then come join the fun at San Francisco's Comedy Day. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs, and it's free. Besides our annual celebration of stand-up, did you know that Comedy Day offers workshops that teach Bay Area students how to use humor to resolve conflict? Comedy Day is so serious about ending bullying, it's banning all comedians from using the following phrases. Knee-slapping, side-splitting, break a leg, bust a gut, knock them dead. Those words hurt. But Comedy Day feels good. It's fun for the whole family. Did I mention it's free? Hey, comedy fans, don't miss the 37th Annual Comedy Day, the original longest-running free outdoor comedy concert in the world. The funny starts at noon on Sunday, September 17th at Sharon Meadow in Golden Gate Park, San Francisco. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs. It's free! 
Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. together in the dark. It's the right thing to do. And viewers like you Well, a circus is in town. It's time for a train ride. The best circus town train rides are the dependable ones that'll depart and arrive on time. The ones that'll take you from clown to trapeze quad elephant, see? Look on the train with the circus promise. It's intense.
Listen to Shaggy's Soul Shakedown Party tonight. All right, folks, as you know, as you know, Shaggy's Soul Shakedown is every Thursday. Every Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. here on MutinyRadio.fm. What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to JohnStraussLaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business, it's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> It's the point where, like, you walk into Target and you see, like, a cute bra that's, like...